Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 69 is one of the most quoted psalms in the New Testament. It has many prophetic uh, things to say that were applied to Jesus, and I'll, I'll get to those when I, after I read the psalm itself. I'll go through it in my commentary. But this is um, frequently quoted um, about the life of Jesus. Many of the things are applicable to both David and Jesus. It's a Davidic psalm. And, uh, for example, David was rejected and uh, Jesus was rejected. And so uh, both of these things could be true of of each man. However, uh, the New Testament clearly applies much of this psalm as prophecy. David may or may not have been aware that he was writing um, a prophetic psalm about his future descendant, who would be the Son of God as well. But uh, whatever the case, it is indeed a messianic psalm. And so let's read now uh, Psalm 69. For the director of music, to the tune of Lilies, of David. Save me, O God, for the warders have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters, and the floods engulf me. I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. Those who hate me without reason outnumber the hairs of my head. Many are my enemies without cause, those who seek to destroy me. I am forced to restore what I did not steal. You, God, Know my folly, my guilt is not hidden from you. Lord, the Lord Almighty, may those who hope in you not be disgraced because of me, God of Israel. May those who seek you not be put to shame because of me. For I endure scorn for your sake, and shame covers my face. I'm a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my own mother's children. For zeal for your house consumes me. And the insults of those who insult you fall on me. When I weep and fast, I must endure scorn. When I put on sackcloth, people make sport of me. Those who sit at the gate mock me, and I am the song of drunkards. But I pray to you, Lord, in the time of your favor, in your great love, O God, answer me with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me. From the deep waters. Do not let the flood waters engulf me, or the depths swallow me up, or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, out of goodness of your love. In your great mercy, turn to me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in trouble. Come near and rescue me. Deliver me because of my foes. You know how I'm scorned, disgraced, and shamed. All of my enemies are before you. Scorn has broken my heart and left me helpless. I looked for sympathy, but there was none. For comforters, but I found no one. They put gall in my food and gave me vinegar for my thirst. May the table set before them become a snare. May it become retribution and a trap. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see and their backs be bent forever. Pour out your wrath on them. Let your fierce anger overtake them. 
May their place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in their tents. For they persecute those you wound and talk about the pain of those you hurt. Charge them with crime upon crime. Do not let them share in your salvation. May they be blotted out of the book of life and not listed with the righteous. But as for me, afflicted and in pain, may your salvation, God, protect me. I will praise God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an ox, more than a bull with its horns and hooves. The poor will see and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts live. The Lord hears the needy and does not despise his captive people. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. Then people will settle there and possess it. The children of his servants will inherit it, and those who love his name will dwell there. And so, friends, obviously, some of this psalm is uniquely applicable to David, but much of it overlaps. It opens with a plea for the Lord to rescue someone who's suffering. And, of course, uh, David suffered at times, and as did Jesus. It reads, verse 1, Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into deep water. The floods engulf me. I am worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. And, of course, these things occurred to Jesus, especially um, uh, in the day of his crucifixion. Verse 4 is quoted um, directly in the New Testament. Verse 4 begins, Those who hate me without reason outnumber the hairs of my head. And John 15, 25, speaking of Jesus, says, This is to fulfill what is written, They hated me without reason. So a a direct quote in John. And verse 8 says, I'm a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my own mother's children. Now, David may have gone through a season of estrangement from his family. We're not sure. But we know that Jesus was rejected as the Messiah by his own brothers. And again, in the Gospel of John, we read John 7, 5, for even his own brothers did not believe in him. And so this um, uh, wording from the psalmist, I'm a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my own mother's children. It was certainly true of, of Jesus. Then verse 9 begins with, For zeal for your house consumes me. Friends, this was um, applied directly in the gospel accounts when Jesus came to the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers. The gospel of John, once again, chapter 2, verse 17, says his disciples remembered after he had turned the table over, zeal for your house will consume me. And so, uh, once again, a direct quote from this psalm. David and Jesus both had undeserved enemies. There's a good bit in the uh, in the psalm itself about um, being scorned and shamed and disgraced. And um, scorn has broken my heart. David writes, "I looked for sympathy, and there was none for comforters, but I found none." And of course, this this happened with Jesus as well. And then David apparently prophesied something. That uniquely happened to Jesus. Verse 21. I can't imagine this happened to David. But uh, anyway, here's the the words from the psalm. They put gall in my food and gave me vinegar for my thirst. Now, this actually happened 
when Jesus was on the cross. He said, I thirst, and someone offered um, vinegar mixed with gall uh, to Jesus. And when he tasted it, he, he refused to drink it. But it says, they put gall in my food and gave me vinegar for my thirst. Uh, this um, uh, is a, an unusual prophecy, but it, once again, fulfilled in the life of Jesus. Peter applied part of this psalm to Judas. Verse 25 in the psalm says, May their place, talking about the enemies of God, be deserted, and let no one dwell in their tents, but may their place be deserted. Peter quoted this in Acts chapter 1 when they were finding a replacement for Judas. Peter said, May his place be deserted, and uh, quoting directly from the psalm. The psalm closes with a strong exhortation to worship. Let heaven and earth praise him, the seas and all that move in them, For God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. Then people will settle there and possess it. The children of his servants will inherit it, and those who love his name will dwell there. And so, friends, we close this uh, magnificent messianic psalm about the Messiah's zeal and just meditate for a few moments the words of Jesus where he said, they hate me without reason, uh, prophetically through the psalm and then from Jesus on the cross. They hated me without reason. And then the fact that Jesus was rejected by his own family. The psalmist, I'm a foreigner to my own family, a stranger to my own mother's children. The overturning of the money tables, zeal for your house consumes me. The priests were outraged at Jesus for upsetting the system they had created to gain themselves wealth. And then the Offering of gall mixed with vinegar to Jesus on the cross. Um, What an outrageous prophetic fulfillment that was. And finally, Judas, the betrayal contained in in the Gospels and the words of Peter, may their place be deserted. May his place be deserted, Peter applied it. Lord, we thank you for this magnificent prophetic psalm. Lord, um, you know the end from the beginning. Lord, you know it not only about Jesus and about David, but about each of us. Lord, help us to live in such a way that we make decisions that make sense in the light of eternity. Lord, um, in our humanity, we're short-sighted. We don't often see uh, the final end of the decisions we make. But God, guide and direct our paths where we make decisions that will bear fruit in eternity. Help us, Lord, for our final end to be better than our beginning. Let us each finish strong in Jesus. We ask this, Lord, in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.